Hello, Gaston County. Welcome to episode number 44. And this might be episode number like 60 something or for you guys, for savvy citizens. 60 yeah, we're in three. there. We're yeah, in I think I looked yeah. look that up. So to say the least, this is not the normal Gaston's Great uh, podcast episode. However, we're very excited to talk about, talk with the host of the Savvy Citizen podcast. And we have uh, Janet Schaefer and Adam Gobb with us, who are the host of that podcast. So um, I'm going to be off track here, as I was explaining before we came on here, that you know I am the engineer trained guy who likes to be in control and have questions and things to, to follow. And I am completely out of my element here. And Elizabeth... <laughs> is laughing because she knows what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> don't you, Elizabeth? <laughs> so, uh, Janet and Adam, welcome to this co-produced, exciting episode of Savvy Citizen Gaston's Great. Thank you. I'm very excited. I'm a big fan, so um, well, we're thank really you. excited. We appreciate that. I'll, have, I'll admit when we started this, I, I happened to bring a sheet out today because I wanted to see Actually, our first episode, and we recorded, according to my notes, on March 23rd. So it's been almost a, a year wow. since we recorded our very first episode. And we, haven't, awesome. and we haven't taken a break. And I think we're going to take a break here shortly. But yeah. So um, I've also been told that um, I might get asked some questions today. So that's very scary. Oh, yeah. But we're not going to go there yet. We're going to get uh, maybe Adam and Janet to just share a little bit about yourselves and before we kind of go down that road. So maybe I won't have to answer any questions myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll make it brief so we can get to you, but um, I'm Janet Schaefer. I'm the budget and strategy director at uh, Gaston County, which has nothing to do with podcasting at all, but I am obsessed with podcasts. So um, Adam kind of came on board and wanted to start a podcast and and, um, asked me to join along and, and it's been so much fun. Um, just podcasting. I listen to them all the time. So, yeah, I do I've, too. Yeah. I've, but I've learned a lot about Gaston County in the meantime, and it's it's been an awesome experience. But I'm actually from here, um, from like Bessemer City, Dallas. I never know where, just somewhere in that line. Um, <laughs> Bessemer and, City, Dallas, yeah. Cherubble. Yeah, and um, live, whatever live it takes. Here now, so whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah. And I am I am definitely not from here. I don't I, I do not come with a with a southern accent. So I'm from Arizona originally and uh, been at Gaston County for just a little over two years. So I started there um, in February of twenty twenty, right before we wow. started into the, the pandemic. So you had about a month before yeah. the shutdown? Yep. It's either terrible or great timing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean I kinda look at it from the perspective of like short of the zombie apocalypse like really can't get much crazier than what we went through so yeah. like everything else should be easier by comparison yeah, yeah sure <laughs> so i've survived and I, most of my brain is still intact i yeah. think so it should be easier from here so it's all downhill from here yeah. i'm hoping i'm hoping i should mention though that adam i think another reason why he asked me to do this because he wanted local um a local accent okay. since he's from arizona i clearly have that so mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something I've had to get used to podcasting and listening to my Not own just voice. Her accent. She has <laughs> she's grown up here. She knows Gaston County well and is very passionate about the community. And it sounds like it. So how how did Savvy Citizen get started? We were asked this earlier because we were doing kind of a we realized that we have gone a year and a half into doing the podcast and have never really introduced ourselves as as hosts. And we have a couple folks on staff that now kind of join us from from time to time as guest hosts. But Janet and I um, started it, I think our first episode was October of 2020. And, you know, we had kicked around the idea of, um, well, what would it look like to do a podcast? 
And, you know, my thought process behind it was, you know, kind of pull back the curtain for local government. And especially at the county level, I think a lot of people don't know what the county government does. You know, it's like you, you get your tax bill every year and you go, well, what am I paying all this for? And it's like, there's actually quite a bit that the county does, you know, from uh, libraries to parks and rec to um, our museum to uh, public works. And there's the thought process was, well, can we not only show some of the things that are going on, um, but then also kind of humanize it a little bit, you know, tell the stories of the people that work for, for county government. Um, so we've definitely tried to do that. And we've, we've expanded it a little bit too, to be able to kind of touch on some broader things that have gone on in the community. So we did um, episodes around Black History Month, uh, Women's History Month. Um, we've We've touched on uh, some things that are not necessarily specific to work that's being done at, at the county, but just things that will affect Gaston County citizens at large. Uh, so that's that was kind of my thought process behind it, and I'll let Janet kind of talk to what she was thinking and, and how I cajoled her into doing this. Um, so like I said earlier, I'm obsessed with podcasts, but that's mostly because I love just getting into the weeds of things and just nerding out on a topic <laughs> that sounds boring on the surface. And you know how that, I mean, in podcasts, you know how that is. So that's really what I wanted people to be able to see is, yeah, dive into the weeds of, of some random part of county government yeah. and see like, I guess how the sausage is made, as they say, um, and just nerd out because I'm such a government nerd and I know a lot of <laughs> government nerds and it's, it's just fascinating. So you really are the person that is from the government and you're here to help? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we were, we didn't really come up with like a tagline for the, for the podcast, but it certainly could be like, you know, making spreadsheets sexy. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what, that's where we're at yes. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a phrase we've never heard on the Guest is Great <laughs> right? podcast. Yeah. Sexy spreadsheets. <laughs> However, some of the things we do here at GSM, that's um, we, we do love a spreadsheet, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> I can't do it, you know. I can't do it on Word. I have to do it on, yes. on a spreadsheet yes. there. Excel is your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, government things, it does seem like some of that stuff's a secret. And as a citizen, you think um, – well, this just happens, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. these things, these services and things that we just get accustomed to, especially because, you know, I live in the city, so I'm taking advantage of both city services and right. uh, county services. So um, that's interesting. And I will admit I went to the your, your website uh, yesterday and, and a little bit this morning, and uh, you guys got some great episodes. I mean, I haven't listened to uh, many of them at, at this point, but uh, you definitely piqued my interest on some of the episodes I want to go take a listen to because I am a podcast. When I'm in my vehicle or running, mm-hmm. I'm almost exclusively a podcast listener. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the, I'm sure Elizabeth and the team here will tell you, oh, Lord, Stephen just shared another podcast with us. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is he sharing this time? <laughs> so I take re- I take recommendations very seriously. So that I, my like life is consumed by podcast recommendations people send me okay because I like have to listen to it or I or I like feel like I didn't like check a box or something I <laughs> yeah. don't know yeah. <laughs> a loose end so, so. that's a, some so you have um P FOMO podcast fear yes. missing out okay <laughs> yes all right so that that's just we just made up a new word P-FOMO. here for because I you know I, I have the same I have the same yeah disorder is that it might yeah. be it might be a disorder <laughs> okay so um, I'm afraid to go there to let y'all ask me questions. Oh yes, is it time for this? I don't know. Like I said, we have no idea where this is where this is going All to right. go. Well, I, I, we talked about this earlier, but we were curious, like, what led you guys to to get into podcasting? I mean, you talked a little bit about um, 
kind of sounds like with Janet, like you, you have a passion for them, but um, what was kind of the, the driving factor for you to, to start Gaston's Great? Uh, so to make a, we could talk about this for a while, but make a long story short, uh, my brother and I, I don't know how many years ago we could look it up exactly on our YouTube channel, but we started, we did some videos with Jesse Cole, yeah. Jesse Cole from the originally with the Gaston the Grizzlies. Now uh-huh. he's down in Savannah with the Savannah bananas, but we, we decided we want to just uh, highlight some things that, that were positive things around uh, in and around Gaston County. And we did videos with say, we went out to um, Rankin Lake and we went to the Shield Museum, and we went to the YMCA, and we did one at the Community Foundation Run. So we did, I don't know how many we did, probably we ended up doing 12 or 14, probably over a period of time, but you can go to our YouTube channel and see them. And we've actually shared some, I think, on the Gaston's Great um, Facebook page and website. And so, and and then we kind of we just got away from it, the amount of time required. Uh, doing video sure. versus a podcast is quite a different uh, oh, yeah. animal. And, but that was actually started because, Gosh, you know, Gaston County is a great place, and the constant negativity, and then some of the constant negative connotations maybe around about Gaston County, but just in general, and then being such a podcast fan, uh, we talked about doing something different with Gaston Great. We owned the URL, and we just wanted to do something with it. So I finally said, you know what? Let's just start doing some podcasts. If anybody listens, great. If they don't, but most recently, when we finally started it a, a little, a little last year, was simply middle of COVID. So much again, just trying to ba- trying to battle some of the negative constant in the media, oh, yeah. and so we knew there's so many great things happening in and around Gaston County, and it really, as simple as that sounds, that really was it. There was no other, you know, ulterior motors, and we we have had a few people ask me, well, well, yeah, why are you doing that? I don't know if it's fun, and there's great things happening, and these organizations deserve some. Um, recognition that they might not get you know of course you know i think early on we were like nobody's going to listen to this but we're pushing four thousand downloads or whatever now i mean so so it's shocking frankly that people actually are listening and the response that we've had so that was the the simple um we were just trying to you know make more people aware of the great organizations doing good work around gasson county and um talk about positive things that simple so what are some of the things you've learned since you first started i have a list i can start my <laughs> list if you want sure like one of those is i can't prepare for a podcast or i sound like a robot or i have the okay. sweet spot of like a little bit of preparation right. but you however prepare heavily so you're well i'm sure if some professional podcaster came around and saw my preparation he would probably they would probably not say <laughs> it's, it's it's heavy preparation but i do have a little script that i tried to follow to make sure so yeah, so when we when you hear the beginning and end of our podcast, it's actually me. We don't record it one time and then just replay it. You know, yeah. I, I am doing it every single episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've learned that uh, I've gotten used to. I'm, I don't despise my voice as much <laughs> on hearing yeah. it. You know, yeah. uh, I was gonna say that's something I had to learn is how to listen to yeah, my own voice. Yeah, and er, early scared. on that was that was yeah. difficult. Um, yeah. And I, I would just say getting help. We have great people like Elizabeth and our marketing director, um, uh, Amy, who really did some a lot with it early on. Uh, Elizabeth has kind of taken over that and, and having help um, instead of trying to do everything myself, right. you know, makes it makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, frankly, just all the stuff I've learned from talking to these organizations, frankly. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the list. I'm, I'm just surprised. I'm trying to think of one I really didn't know much about. 
well, I didn't know a whole lot about like like, like the Catawba River Keepers oh, or yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Gas and Aquatics, Bit of Hope Ranch. Um, I mean, I knew a little bit about Ram's Kitchen. I mean, that episode hadn't been released yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when we talked about uh, Shine Hope Farms, I mean, the Animal League, I had, I really had, I knew of them, but didn't know anything about exactly what they did. So those, so it's learning so much about these great organizations and the good work they do. And um, frankly, it makes you feel good too. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to talk about these things and charitable organizations and doing good things in the community. And just yesterday, I was kind of in a, frankly, I was kind of in a crappy mood yesterday morning from some things happening here at work. And then I sat through this, podcast uh, interview and Brandy Meeks from Ram's Kitchen and I left there going you know what I feel better now yeah because yeah. Uh, it reminded me that gosh they're doing some good work uh, mm-hmm. in, a, in an area town that needs it do you have any uh, favorite episodes or are they all your favorite are they like children well <laughs> well even my children I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I have three children and I think they all would tell you who they who they think my favorite is um you know I'm not sure I could say that say a, a very specific favorite yeah. but you know i'm heavily involved with a group called f3 so there's a we had a great episode with two of my buddies from f3 gastonia um and i'd love to talk about that more sometime um the the road you know i'm a member of the rotary club of gastonia and i had uh two of my rotarians on here and that was gosh that was almost a year ago oh, wow. as well um i think the dream center academy uh-huh. was really a good one hearing about what they're doing and their plans uh, for the future so but God, you know, I, I don't know that I could narrow it down. And then we had the one that was released last week uh, was probably the most emotional one. Um, remembering Austin is an organization here mm. started by Tammy and Nigel Chowdhury. Yep. I don't know if you've met the Chowdhury's, but, you know, they lost their son to an opioid accidental opioid, opioid o- overdose mm-hmm. in 2017. So they started an organization to bring awareness and education, you know, about the opioid epidemic. And so that one was – as gut-wrenching, frankly, as it was, it was a good one. And, and I've got – my kids are 23, 20, and 16. So uh, I immediately, when it came out, I immediately shared that with my kid and yeah. said, I need you guys to listen to take – take some time to listen to that one. So some of them are heavy topics, you know, that, we, that we've that we talked about. And um, most of it's not, but you, I think eventually you have to talk about because that's still great work that they're doing. It's just a, dif- a more difficult topic mm-hmm. as opposed to – you know, horse therapy or, you know, or whatever, yeah. that's a little more light to, to talk about. So, so you, you mentioned that um, you're part of the Rotary um, and involved in a lot of things going on and seem to know a lot of people and organizations. Does, so that means you're from Gaston County, right? I am originally from Gaston County. Yes. Okay. Grew up here, Ashbrook High School. Okay. Yes. Um, and I just learned that GSM is from, like, has been here since the 1920s. I didn't know that. That's amazing. We have. Yeah. I haven't, but we have. Yeah. <laughs> the company has, yes. Yeah. So um, so you're from Gaston, went to Ashbrook. Did you go to college anywhere? I went to NC State. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I hear that on your episodes, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one question. Yeah. That's, the that's the only, only question you'll answer. That's the, only, that's the only question that has only one correct answer. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Go Wolfpack, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah. And we often do not get the right answer. Mm. You get Tar Heels or Dukies or... Um, <laughs> Sometimes I'll add, I'll throw in if I do enough research and I know somebody went somewhere else, then I'll throw that as a, as a choice. <laughs> so how do you come up with episode ideas? Um, you know, originally I actually just came up with this long list of community organizations, mm-hmm. and if you, if you look at probably the first twenty were things heavily that I was have, have been either involved with personally or know the individuals personally. Okay. Now 
Um, Elizabeth has, is really doing a good job of expanding that list. I think the most recent thing we did is actually we took the organizations involved with the Community Foundation Run. We okay. just took that list of 140-some organizations and started going through that list of ones we haven't uh, had on because our, our focus so far has been really nonprofits and you know, organizations that are doing mostly charitable work or 501c3 type organizations that are serving the county in some way. Um, but then you, you know, occasionally you'll have one like Catawba Riverkeeper, which is based in Gaston County, but they're serving this, you know, a, it's a regional organization. Right. Or the Carolina Thread Trail we had on. And you know, I had no idea how broad of an area that the, the Thread Trail is actually in the number of miles. So so that's kind of how we just currently are doing it. Now, you know, five years from now when Elizabeth is the host, you know, might, we might be might be doing something completely different. <laughs> because I think that's a great idea. It's kind of addicting, honestly. Well, you probably sit in here and learn everything too. So yeah. 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 Well, if you listen to podcasts, you think you can host one, which is kind of <laughs> right. Which yep, is yeah, you know, it's yeah. kind of like I can do that business on the internet. I mean, if they can do it. I can do it. We're trying to get into some of the more experimental NPR-ish type things, but we're it's new to us. Yeah, we're experimenting. So we're playing with it. We yeah. we had one episode last year that was um, a little bit outside the box and we've got a guy named Joshua Braswell who's come on as a fellow for our office that started kind of taking over the production side of um, the, the editing and adding in any additional elements that need to be edited on the back end um, but we produced like a Halloween episode that like had like some ghost stories to it with a bunch of like music and special effects and a little bit outside the box of what we've normally been doing which is much more of traditional kind of sit down interview style um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to look at, um, you know, in-depth reports on stuff that, that go beyond kind of, you know, a one or two person interview on a single topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, part of that, I think for us as a county is looking at, um, you know, there's the way that people get information has changed so dramatically over the past you know, 10, 20 years. Right. And, you know, if you're trying to connect people to what's going on in the community, the idea of, well, everybody's going to read the local newspaper or, you know, there's only three TV channels and everybody's going to tune in. And it, it's just, it's so different now. And so, I mean, for us as a county, I mean, a big part of what we do is trying to make sure that we provide quality information for folks and, and stuff that they're going to be interested in, you know, so that that's why we kind of went down the, the path of doing a podcast. Um, we've got kind of video series that we do um, that are kind of more news update type stuff, but you know, we, we want to f- be able to produce stuff that people are actually going to look forward to and, and be excited to see and not just a, you know, hey, we're going to put out a 47-page written report on, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. wastewater. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds riveting. Exactly, yeah. It's <laughs> Which for a government nerd, honestly, yeah, it is. Yeah. But <laughs> right. Well, we've learned, I've learned too, as you know, from our marketing side and stuff, all the stuff that um, Elizabeth and Amy are involved with besides the Yes, yeah, It's Great podcast is yet uh, – the way people consume information is yeah, is so different, and video is a good example of how that has changed everything. I, and I'll have to admit something. I'm in this live on a podcast for the first time after 20, let's see, 19, since 1990, late 1995, just a few weeks ago, was the first time I quit getting the local newspaper. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, but in, in being in the marketing, and we work with the Sumner Group, a lot of marketing, so we kind of know – yeah. How that has changed. I mean, we, I know I know the numbers of the you know the circulation and how that has changed over time. Now I'm I am getting it digitally, mm-hmm. um, 
but even that's different. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah, to your, yeah, to your point, um, Adam, about how things have changed and gosh, the 24 hour news and these handheld devices yep. where you can get information where I had to go to the library in high school and look up something and, you know, go grab it and put it on the table and actually read it instead of going to YouTube and, in yeah. 30 seconds, I'd had all the information I needed. And honestly, I, I'll even do a screen reader on an article so I can move around and listen to what the article says. Like, that's how unwilling I am to sit still and, like, look at something. Yeah, I'm old enough. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember encyclopedias, so I've got that going at least. Yeah, we, had, we had the world book. Yeah. Not, yep. not the Britannica. We had the world book yep. at the Longhouse growing up. Um, so... But I do know what Wikipedia is. There you oh. go. I at least know yeah. what that is. Yeah. Wikipedia? Wikipedia? Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm okay not pronouncing something correctly. So you don't have a you don't have a GSM TikTok in your future is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> or do you? We do. You do? We do. Oh. That's exciting. For the record, I am not on TikTok, but I see them when Elizabeth does them. Yes. So GSM GSM does have that. I'm not sure what that means, but it, I, but I, and I do see the Instagram, Instagram reels. I, I do see that. It's to me, it's crazy. I mean, it's so much of that is based on algorithms, but we, uh, the only entity at the County that's using TikTok at the moment is um, our animal control folks. Yeah. And they had, mm. I think you were sharing with me, Janet, that they had a video of, was it the cat video that went yes. viral and got over 6 yes. million views? And of course, like people from all over the country were trying to adopt this cat. Right. You know? Yeah, it was it was fascinating. That's interesting. Yeah, seems like maybe Parks and Rec or something. We had Kathy Hart on back. On oh yeah, episode twenty two. Oh, they uh, might have a TikTok. That that, yeah. that would seem like they might that might be somebody. In the Honestly, I don't have one, but my friends send them to me, so I feel like I end up watching TikTok yeah. a lot. Yeah, I mean, of course, my kids are all, oh, yeah. all the time trying to share stuff with me and tell me about this and look that up. So. I feel like we, I mean, we could end up spending so much time on TikTok. We could hire somebody to literally just do. TikToks. Yeah. I mean, the Washington Post did. They literally really? have a guy, and that's that is his job is to yeah. produce a TikTok for them every day. And it was interesting because he did it during the pandemic, and he had to come up with a lot of creative stuff to basically do on his own. That was kind of fun to watch. Like, what is Dave going to come <laughs> up with today? Yeah, I don't see Stephen being on TikTok anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. There's not there's not some sort of a, a dance challenge you have an itching to, to, to participate in. Um, there's a <laughs> limit there. It's kind of like how many times I've been asked to to do the uh, what is it the, the boys and girls club event the dancing for future oh, stars yeah. and there are just many different ways I can support the community. <laughs> and and dancing's not one of them. <laughs> uh, my brother actually did that a few years oh, ago, and I'll give him credit for doing it. And after watching him do it, that kind of just solidified my <laughs> position that I am not, that is not in my wheelhouse. My, that is not my talent just to serve the community. <laughs> I will do that in other ways, like this podcast maybe, <laughs> or try to anyway. So you guys go through kind of a whole list of, of questions with, with your guests um, in one of this one of the ones that caught our eye when we were sitting here talking before was sun drop or cheer wine. And so we've got to find out, is that, is that. Oh, in, should, in should we go through the whole or? rapid fire? Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, let's go through the whole. Okay. All right. So we, yeah, we do that just, you know, we got to, it is, a, it is about Gaston County and knowing that we might 
we might have some heavy topics every now and then. And we did yeah. want to throw in something. Let's shift gears yeah. a little bit. Yep. And let's get in, you know, and I'll, I think I always say, yeah, you, this is what your friends and family really want to know about you. Mm-hmm. Do we want to get Elizabeth in on the rapid fire round too? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. We can, we can make this work. Should we all, should we just we all can go? Just, we can just do this. This works. Okay. That's weird. All right. <laughs> all right. So, so, so this is the world. Is this the debut. official world debut of Elizabeth that King? Would be, yes, Woo. I guess. That uh, would other be the than world debut. other than the background, <laughs> making fun of me in the background. See, that's what's great about being in the background because nobody can see me, so they don't know that I'm laughing all the time. Well, nobody time. can. It's a podcast. Yeah, so nobody can see you. I anyway. know, but they know, don't know I'm laughing all the time. <laughs> well, that's true. Ugh. Actually, normally I tell them that you're laughing at me. That's true. Yeah, you do. Okay, you want to start us off? Um, we'll just all go around. What's, what's the first question? <laughs> mm. So we did the tell us about yourself, and yes. we did kind of, how did you end up here, although we haven't heard from Elizabeth on that. Oh, yeah. Which, on which one? On number two. How did how did you how get did, here, end I up here? How did get here? Yeah. Like at GSM, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be what counts. Well, um, I was going to college in Queens in Charlotte, okay. and I actually went to school for creative writing and English literature. I didn't know I was going to end up at an HVAC company. Yeah. And um, I graduated and was looking for a job. I had done some interviews, wasn't feeling anything. And my dad actually made a post on Facebook and was like, my daughter needs a job. And Stephen was like, oh, we're working on this new position mm-hmm. for marketing and customer service. And I came in and interviewed, and they snatched me up. Nice. So here I am. And I can add podcasts to my resume now. That's right, yeah. <laughs> terrific. She's terrific as well. Thank you. And you're from Gaston County. I am. I grew up here, went to high school here. Queens was my only detour, and then I was like, nah, I'm coming back. Mm. (laughs) Where did you go to high school? Gaston Christian. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm going to... Yep. I'm going to start with Tony's ice cream. Okay. Who wants to answer first? Elizabeth knows my answer. (laughs) It's chocolate. Okay. Okay. And the joke is always... I go there and I'm gonna get something different every time, and I don't. I get the same thing every time. And the it's unreliable. And it's got to be a milkshake. Yes. Oh yeah, Adam. So, um, this is a very sad confession. I have not had Tony's ice cream. What? You're the yes. second or third person, maybe, that said that on the. And we normally chastise that individual. No, and I I fully deserve it. I've worked here for two years. Readily. It's just down the street from us. My wife and daughter have had it. I have not. I blame myself because we work so closely together. I should have taken you or brought you Tony's or something. Okay, yeah. that's my fault. Yes. Yeah. I, I have heard, though, that their milkshakes are... You're not fully indoctrinated into Gaston County until right. you've had Tony's. Okay, I'll go. So let me let me just say this. I love all food and all flavors and I'm the most adventurous eater, but I love vanilla. Just mm. vanilla. Vanilla I, vanilla milkshake from Tony's. There's, like, nothing better in the it world. Is, it is. It is. As I would say, legit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of with Steven. As I, I keep saying, I'm going to get something different every time, and I don't. And I've grown up on chocolate everything because mm-hmm. my mom's obsessed with it. Mm. So I always get chocolate, but it has to be a milkshake. Mm-hmm. It has to. I hear grape is the most popular, though. That's what I'll bring you, Adam. It, grape. it sounds not delicious, but it is very oh, delicious. So if you go back to episode number nine of Gaston's Great, we actually had a live taste Tony's taste test on the podcast with – Grape and lemon black and cherry. black cherry and maybe one more, but um, I was surprised grape at the results. Really good. Yeah, so we won't share the results, but we we did. Well, I'm excited to listen. Because Steve Davia, yeah. Steve Davia and Pat Mumford were on here, and um, 
and then we froze it for the next. We kept it for the next episode because that was it was YMCA. That was Sharon. Yes. Yep. That's right. And so. we did. And she ate all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sun dropper. Sun dropper. Cheer wine. Cheer wine. Yeah, cheer wine. Hundred percent. So a mix of the two: cherry lemon sun drop. Good old CLSD. Yeah, cherry lemon. Yeah, that's I would, yeah, yeah that's, I mean, if I'm going to do sun drop, I would do that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Favorite local restaurant? Stephen? We actually, I think we mentioned this yesterday on the recording yesterday, I think. I think did, but yes. so I'm going to cheat and say Peter Will for lunch and Webb for dinner. Webb Custom Kitchen. Those are two really good. Or Ray Nathan's, or I'm kidding. No. <sighs> What I mm. really, really enjoy Webb, um, although I'm probably going to end up taking Janet's answer here, but I took my wife for her birthday to Bottle Tree, and that was phenomenal. Yeah, Bottle Tree's nice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Bottle Tree, but you're right, Peter Will for lunch. Mm-hmm. If I, yeah, I'm going to need a nap after, but it's so good. But um, Tiramia in McCaddenville, I'm a really big fan of Tiramia. Yeah. Uh-oh. I think, I think that I'm, might be the first time I've heard an answer that I don't think I've been there. You haven't been to Terramia? You need to go to Terramia. Okay. It's amazing. It is really good. I'm glad you said that one. I, I'm going to have to say Pita Wheel because my dad go to my dad and I go to Pita Wheel every single Wednesday for daddy-daughter lunch. Oh, nice. And it's, awesome. it's now my favorite place That's in the whole world. That's very sweet. I eat Elizabeth. it every week. We try. <laughs> it's, I mean, there's just, there's so many different things. It's not like it's a huge menu, but there's so many different things on there that are good. Mm-hmm. Like, you can never get tired of it, I feel. This is, yeah. this is how we're going to start getting advertising yeah. dollars, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, and, yeah, and sponsors. Okay. What's the next question? Favorite outdoor activity in Gaston County? I'm involved with a group called, I think I mentioned earlier, called F3, and it's Fitness Fellowship and Faith. And you know what? It's just doing outdoor workouts with that group uh, and all, all over the, all over different places in the County is, so I'm like, that's, that's going to be my answer. So all my F3 guys that are listening, you, I hope you heard me. <laughs> One of the things that I've enjoyed in kind of getting to know Gaston County is just spending time getting out and walking around some of the different downtowns and, you know, whether it's in Gastonia or in Belmont or in Cherryville or Bessemer city, like that's been Kind of interesting to do, and it's. I haven't been able to do it as much as I would like, just because of COVID. But I, I've enjoyed that. So I have a gal pal hiking group, and so hiking, I would say, and I always feel bad because they always like cater to me because they're in Rock Hill and Charlotte, and they're always coming to Gaston County. Finally, I said like, we can go somewhere else. You don't have to cater to me. They're like, no, you don't understand. That's where all the hiking is. Yeah. So it's like, oh, fair enough. Gaston County's got great hiking. We are lucky there. Yes. Oh, but I did get into pickleball recently. Do y'all play pickleball? Does anybody here play pickleball? I do. That would be a no. no. <laughs> it's a it's an addictive game, and it it's not fun. it's not hard to learn. And I also love dining on patios outdoors. That's a good one. That's that's a good outdoor activity. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little different. I'm gonna say kayaking at the Whitewater Center. Ooh. I really love that. Like when it's not a super hot day, mm-hmm. but it's just pretty enough outside, and it's very quiet. I just, I, I could stay out there all day. One of the things, even before I started working in Gaston County, um, I have family that lives in the Charlotte area. And so we had come um, for Christmas to, to Daniel Stowe before. And being able to walk the gardens when it's lit up for Christmas is really cool, too. Yeah, it's a cool place, Gaston County. I'm dreading this one. UNC Duker State. <laughs> well, I well, think we know somebody's answer on that. 
I will answer, and then we will edit everyone else's answer <laughs> out of this episode. So that would be North Carolina State University, the Wolfpack. That's an easy one, right, Elizabeth? <laughs> Adam. See, I, being an Arizona guy, I went to the <laughs> University of Arizona, and I grew up rooting for them because in Tucson, it's like one of the world's biggest small towns. I mean, it's a city of half a million people, but it, you feel like you know – everybody there they're somewhat you know you went to school with them or you're related to them or you worked with them or whatever um and there's no pro sports teams there so everything funnels through university of arizona athletics and that town more than anything else has been a basketball town since i was born so rooting for university of arizona basketball it's like it's it's close to godliness and cleanliness in tucson (laughs) so that's for me that uh, I can never I can never depart. You have so, to pick. so your answer is NC State. Well, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, it, we grew up not liking Duke or, well, or Carolina. So oh, well, that's the, fair. That's good enough then. Yeah. Wolfpack, Wildcats. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm very much anti Duke and, and Chapel Hill. So. That's good enough. That's yeah. good enough for me. It's close enough. We'll go with that. Okay. So I worked for Medical Center Pharmacy. And you know where that's going to go. Yes, I do. So I think I have to choose UNC. And I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm very sorry. This is a podcast of free will. (laughs) So you don't have to answer anything. You can answer completely and totally. Yeah, Yeah, you're free to choose the wrong answer, which apparently that's where you're headed along with Elizabeth. I'm sorry. It's going to have to be UNC. Yeah. (laughs) See, if I had to pick a local school, I'm going to school right now at at, – UNC Charlotte and my wife teaches there as well. So that would be that would be go. my yeah. allegiance for a, a local university. Adam's gonna get us kicked out. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Moving on. <laughs> oh, what is something very few people know about you? Ooh, that's a good question. Elizabeth, you're first to answer that question. Why do I have to be first? <laughs> because I'm the host, apparently. You've been voluntold. Oh my gosh. I didn't even have a chance to think about that one for a minute. Um, okay. Something that very few people know about me is I was born with short Achilles tendons in my legs. So I walk on my tiptoes all the time as in I can't physically walk flat on my foot. Interesting. So when people see me walk and they're like, why are you walking on your tiptoes? Like, no, no, you don't understand. (laughs) I have no choice. I don't have a choice. And a lot of people don't know that. Were you in the circus as a kid? I, I, I'm not going to say that I didn't try ballet and I didn't try things that would have been good for that, but mm. it didn't it didn't work. <laughs> That's interesting. And I did not know that. So See, there we go. It worked. That is in the category. Hmm, something that very few people know. <sighs> I've played basketball on three different continents. I feel like they could look at you and tell and that. The, and How tall are you? 6'8". Six, 6'8". Eight. Six, eight. Yeah. So besides North America. Right. Um, played in college on a traveling team as part of a missionary organization. So we did a month-long tour in the Philippines. And then I played slash did clinics in both Ghana and Zambia a year later. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So I did, did some – it was tied to a missions organization called Sports Ambassadors. So we would go and um, the, the team that went to the Philippines was a team of guys from different – colleges around the country and we would play local teams and then do uh, basically share our testimony and stuff at halftime and it was it was interesting especially there 
because people just assumed it's like, oh, you're American college basketball players. Like you must know Kobe Bryant. And it's like, <laughs> so I've seen him on TV and they're like, no, you hang out with Kobe, right? I'm like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Play <laughs> basketball. Everybody knows Kobe, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think that's definitely a first. We, that's not an answer that we've ever heard on the podcast. So that's. I don't think I knew that about you. That's very that's unique. See, wow. it, it's not something that I've talked about a ton because it really it doesn't fit into like any of my work stuff. And so, but yeah. I don't have anything good for this, but. <laughs> um, well, and also I talk a lot, so people know a lot of stuff about me, but I've never seen The Matrix. That's all I got. That okay. came up yesterday and somebody was very offended. The podcast is over. Stop. <laughs> so when people say take the red pill or the blue pill, you don't know what they're talking about or like, okay, people follow, say that all the time. So follow, like, I kind of know, follow the white rabbit. I just laugh and like, Oh yeah. Follow the white the, rabbit. That red pill thing. Yeah. Um, that's actually an F3 thing too, actually. Is it? Yeah. Take the daily red pill to stay in shape and do the right thing. And also this was even worse up until like a year ago, I had not read a single Harry Potter book or seen a single Harry Potter movie. Wow. But that one doesn't actually bother me. Okay, <laughs> good. So I have to ask this one. Have you seen like Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That wasn't real confident, was it? Like, yeah, I grew up watching the, grew up watching Star Wars, but um, I just kind of, after they started making so many, I kind of uh, stopped. Okay. But then they, then there's Grogu, the little, little, yes. little cute thing. So now I'm kind of back into it. The baby Yoda. Yeah. 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 Baby Yoda. So I guess I'm up, huh? Um, people that are really close to me and family knows this, but I guess I'll say, um, I was younger, not so much now. I still read a little bit of it, but I am a gigantic growing up Stephen King mm. fan and a horror movie fan. Okay. Um, and my, and my wife will not watch horror movies with me. Mm. So, but my kids, are, my two oldest are old enough now that they will. Um, they'll they'll do that with me and but yeah I've, I've read almost all of Stephen King's books. My uh, the gal that works directly for me, our deputy communications director, is a huge horror film fan and is constantly like, "Have you seen this?" And I'm like, "Dandre, you know I don't watch horror films." And she's like, "I need a different you. I'm like I need somebody else to be you because I can't talk to you about any of this." <laughs> well, what's interesting now, yeah, I mean, I really, especially with you know so many. Um, streaming services you know i could probably get access to any of them now i don't watch them like i did when i was younger but mm -hmm. you know of course it was much harder then right actually you know there were these things called called vhs tapes yeah that we yeah. had to go out and we, uh, we had to go out and rent them okay <laughs> mm -hmm. had to we had to actually drive to a store blockbuster yes. walk around blockbuster. For, for for 30 minutes trying to figure out you know um but yeah i just don't yeah i don't watch as much as i used to but uh, that that's there you go. That's, uh, that's all uh, I got. What type of horror film? Because there's there's slasher films, there's jump scare films, there's mm. gory. I mean, is yeah, there... the the I'm not the big gory guy. It's more the suspense stuff. Um, okay. like maybe like the original Halloween. Okay. Um, Alien is yep. a classic that I would would recommend. So yeah, then some of the I'm not big into the big gore stuff. No, yeah, that's a, that's. that's Ooh, there you go. We have been waiting, you've been waiting for a year <laughs> to use that sound effect, haven't you? I'm very nice. satisfied now. <laughs> that was good. That was uh, uh, excellent timing. Thanks. Elizabeth. Very satisfied. I'm good. What's the next one? Recent right. book, blog, or article that you have read that you would recommend? Well, I, you know, I do a book recommendation every single episode. Oh, yeah. So, free. Mm. so um, I could. 
I'm, I read more than anything else. Probably I, I actually read more than I probably listen to podcasts. So, uh, I could, uh, I'm thinking, what am I reading? Actually, my daughter just brought me a copy of Frankenstein, oh. which I read when I was a kid and I'm actually going to read it. Uh, as soon as I get through the, I'm reading a, a, a book about customer service right now too, called the great, Oh, the greatest customer service experience or something like that. Gosh, I'm embarrassed. I don't remember the title, but yeah, it'll, it'll be next on my list. So something I haven't read in a long time. So, um, our, one of, someone who works at our museum, um, she had an article in what magazine was it, Adam? Oh, was it Guest and Lifestyles? Yes. And she actually got to, what do you, what do you call it? Preserve the original Frankenstein book. Really? The original, yes. But that is wow. like an incredible book. Yeah. I'm into classics and memoirs anyway. So this is not about me. This is about Adam now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't mention. Okay. I'll, I'll just go ahead. So, uh, favorite book, blog, article. Okay. Or just a recent one that you would recommend. Hmm. Right now I'm reading. So I'm big into memoirs. Um, right now I'm reading. There will be no miracles here or something related to that. It's like loosely related to government, but I pretty much only read memoirs, so if you have any memoir recommendations, let me know. Yeah, that seems like an appropriate title related to government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Talking to two people that work for the government? Sorry. No, we're very aware. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll, honestly, podcasts all day, every day. Um, all of them, like This American Life, um, all the NPR stuff. Radio Lab is one of my favorites. Um yeah, I'll recommend podcasts all day, and you can recommend them to me. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a listen to a lot of leadership podcasts, um, stuff that's probably not NPR, but that's another story. Freakonomics, Freakonomics. Oh is yeah, it's on my subscription list. Yeah, yeah and that relates kind of to my job, I guess. But yeah, they got some good stuff on Freakonomics. Yeah. All right, who's next? Oh, Elizabeth's got to go. I'm still, oh, I'm still pondering this. Okay. Um. As an English major and having read so many books, mm. that's going to be really hard. And I feel like my professors are going to get on me if I if I don't say something <laughs> that I read in school. Um, I actually did reread one of my favorite books from college. Was called um, I took a class on like Jane Austen era, like Regency era literature, and there was a book called Evelina by Frances Burney, and it was all about young girls growing up in the Regency area and kind of just how they were expected to act. It's kind of in like a journal diary form, and it's just really interesting. It's got a lot of humor, and it's really funny. So I, I'd say if you like anything Jane Austen type, that's a that's a really good one. So just curious, there isn't a blog that you're aware of? The only blog I spend time on is my own. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm asking. You're oh, that's why you're asking. I'm a Disney blogger. Oh, oh fun. Yeah. I'm stunned that you, of course, maybe I shouldn't. You're a little modest. So I'm a little modest. Yeah. So what's the, so let's get it out there. Oh gosh. Um, I have a Disney blog on Instagram because I love photography. So it's mostly picture based. And sometimes in my captions, I'll put a little more info of things, but, um, I grew up at Disney. I've been there like, I can't even count like 35 times maybe. So I have a blog. It's got like 7,000 followers on it right now. I mean, that's legit. So is, that, is it, it separate? It's a separate from your regular Instagram, right? Or is it? Yeah. It's, can, it's, so yeah. it's called? It's called Of Beauty and Cinders okay. because I love Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella. So oh. I put them together. But yeah. that's, 
That's the only blog yeah. I spend time on. As Josh said earlier, smash that like button. What did he say? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Smash anyway, the like this is button. your chance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my follow, my wife's family are all Disney files, so they oh, yeah. they love all things Disney, and they're they're constantly stalking like the Disney blogs and yeah. Yeah, I've started getting to the point that like my friends will be like, "Can you plan my vacations?" Mm-hmm. And I'll be like giving them like twenty page guides that have like directional things and pictures, and they're like, "Okay, I didn't mean like this, <laughs> right. but that's fine." I was like. Over preparation, it's okay. Get a fast pass here, and then you want to go to this restaurant, and you want to hit this at this time, and yeah. Literally with specific times, mm. yes. So yeah. your blog is going to go up to 7,003 mm. followers I'll after, t- after t- this I'll episode. I'll take that. Hey, yeah. I mean, that would be fantastic. I'll take whatever <laughs> I can get. But no, it's cool, because you get to meet people from, we have a, actually a group chat. It's like all of us, That's we are from the UK. We've got actually some people from the Ukraine and South America and all over the place, so wow. you get to meet some cool people. That's awesome. You like the same thing. <laughs> Adam. Uh, favorite or recent book that I recommend. There was one that I read um, called The Death of Expertise by Tom Nichols that is really good and just kind of talks about how as a society, like we've kind of given up on people that know what they're talking about in favor of just like whoever, <laughs> you know, on Facebook or social media. Somebody, um, somebody screaming, whatever. Who's exactly, ever screaming the loudest. Exactly. And so... That was that was interesting, and I read that during the pandemic, and it's like, oh, so much of what's going on makes yeah. more sense now. Or somebody was an expert two months ago on COVID, now they're an expert on Russia and Ukraine. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I have my PhD in geopolitics from Facebook University. Yes. <laughs> that is one of the, in, I would say, to put it positive, one of the interesting things about social, some social media. Yeah, there's, there's definitely good things about social media, and then there are things about social media that have our society, I think. Yes, I would agree. Oh, wow, we're at 45 minutes already. Holy moly. Do we want to pick one more and wrap up? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh, this last one. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Oh, I know. Can I go first? Well, wow, that was quick. To buy a house because they were so much cheaper when oh. I was 20. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's – we're done. That's easy. <laughs> They were cheaper 20 minutes ago. The way the market's going, it's like, oh, my house just... That's true. Yeah. I mean, people are, are camping out in yards to mm-hmm. when the, before they open house so they can... That's It's crazy. Yeah, we're getting ready to do a lot of work with our tax department behind the scenes to prepare people for revaluations coming up. They'll get their notices in February of 2023, so... There'll be a lot of work ahead of time in terms of public meetings and communication about, like, if you haven't been paying attention to the market for whatever reason, don't freak out. But your so house value is about ready to jump. So it's war- it's a, you're having warning meetings is what you're saying. Basically. Like, <laughs> yes. please don't lose your minds. And these numbers aren't made up, even though that sounds like they should be. They're not. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think Elizabeth has answered this question before because it was just what well, a year, well, a, year a year ago. I'm 24, so <laughs> I guess that would be four years. Um, <laughs> I don't know. A lot's <laughs> happened in the last two years that <laughs> feel like that's 20 true. years. And that is, that some, is actually very. And true. That is some good math there, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I barely passed statistics, so it's okay. <laughs> um, to that, I would probably say thinking about when I was 20 and I was about to graduate college, I feel like I didn't slow down and enjoy things while I was in college because I was so busy doing so much work and especially when COVID started and it started 
a month before my senior year ended. So we had all of our senior year stuff canceled. Yep. And I was like, I really wish I would have enjoyed more things if I had known. Not that I could have, but slow down and enjoy things more. <laughs> yes. And you're only 24. I'm 51 as of yeah. this recording. So, yeah, but by asking that this question so many times, um, if, you, if you've listened to most of the podcast, you probably, any listeners are going to kind of know my answer, but there's such a, uh, I think I've learned that it requires, unfortunately, it requires experience and age to gain perspective. You know, and uh, looking back at when I was 20, the things that I thought were, gosh, so important and when something happened, it was, oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever. Well, you know, now I laugh at that. So, so yes, just realizing that the things that you think are so important and, and disastrous, maybe it's a better word, when you're 20, 18, 19, 20, are just not that big a deal. <laughs> and But, again, I think, I, I think for me it, it's, it's impossible, I'm afraid, to have that perspective unless you have some really life-altering events when you're young. So uh, I would just say just realize that it's – um, the sun will come up tomorrow and it'll be okay. And, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll start to gain a different perspective on all that as you get old, older and hopefully you'll have an opportunity to get older because everybody doesn't. So that's true. There's my memoir discussion for today. Right, that nice. right there in my journal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think mine would probably be somewhere similar to that. Um, just, um, cherish the time that you have with people because you don't know. I think a lot of times uh, we just kind of assume that, like, oh, yeah, you, you'll you live until you're in your 70s or 80s or whatever, and it's like, you know, that's just not the case for everybody, you know, for one reason or another. Um, so cherish the time that you have with people and don't miss those opportunities. That deserved a very short moment of silence because we went from Disney to Pretty yeah. serious. Uh, <laughs> we did. Y'all are making me feel real shallow over here. Like I should have bought a house so I could save money. <laughs> that's still a really good one. Though. That's it is a good one. That's why we let you go first. <laughs> so I'm going to ask this one real quick. I know we're we are going longer than we had planned, but I'm going to ask the two of you guys. So I like because I like this question. So why? But I'm going to throw in Savvy Citizen. So besides the Savvy Citizen podcast, why is Gaston County such a great place? I've noticed that. Well, especially through the podcast, I've noticed that people really love Gaston County. Um, people who move here from wherever really love it. People who live here love it. As a lot of like homegrown culture that you can't just you can't just buy or mimic in another city, you know, or you can't just throw money at it and make that culture. So, um, like McAdamville or like the Cherville Shooters or all the things that are like yeah. very specific to Gaston County. There's a lot of that, but also through the podcast and interviewing people that live here, work here. Um, I think that everybody is really passionate about, well, all of county employees are always so passionate about what they do. Um, like, again, nerding out on government stuff. They they get, they love their jobs with Gaston County. And everybody that lives here is just very passionate about living here. So great hiking. Um, yeah, great yeah. food. Yeah, it's great. I agree. You know, you, I think we talked a little bit earlier about this idea of – Gaston County sometimes feeling like we're being picked on by the Charlotte folks and like we're the uh, redheaded stepchild sometimes. And, 
you know, you get the, the jokes like the SNL thing about being the, the gateway to um, Charlotte being the gateway to Gastonia. That's, and then, that's not a joke. That's real. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> and I won't tell you how many media requests that I had to deal with after the the uh, the TikTok video with the idiot girl from Florida that thought that Switzerland was in Gaston Ooh. County. Um, that was beautiful. Yeah. And so it's like we have lots of good stuff that we're doing, and yet this is what everybody from – every single TV station and yeah. CNN and it's like, Oh, let's do a fun story about it. It's like, no, it's not really a fun story. Cause it's picking on us. And it's like, there's, there is legitimately like great hiking and great outdoor spaces. I mean, Janet mentioned this, like, I mean, your friends are coming here, not because it's like, Oh, well, you know, we'll be closer to you. It's like, no, that's where we want to go. Cause that's where the best stuff is. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think Gaston County really, even though I haven't been here for very long, it's really a hidden gem. And there's a lot of really terrific stuff to do here, places to eat, things to enjoy. Um, but it does really get back to the people. And that's been one of the things that I feel like I've really enjoyed the most is getting to, to connect with people that live here that uh, care about Gaston County. And I think people here are just very genuine, which you don't always get. Um, having lived in um, D.C. and in Phoenix for a long time, I mean, areas that are – home to a lot of transplants and people don't have a sense of, of place and roots. And um, I think that's very different here. And I think that's something special and something to be valued. Great answer. Elizabeth, I'm going to make you answer. Oh, you're going to make me answer this one too. Yes, ma'am. I think it should speak for itself that I went to college in Charlotte and I came back. Yeah. <laughs> because it is, it's just all the people. It just, it feels like home and everywhere else. I feel like I go besides Disney. So Charlotte did prepare you to come in. back through the gateway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, no. I do, I do have a T-shirt, by the way, that <laughs> Michael Applegate brought yep. brought me yep. on our episode when they were on. The gateway. All right, so I wasn't going to answer this question, but I think I will. I, you kind of stole my answers, but I'm going to go. I don't want to take us down a bad road again here, but um, almost a year ago we experienced something very tragic here, and um, – and I'm going to use that example because the response and the support that we received from everyone here in Gaston County was, um, it, 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 uh, it reminded me, you know, at a, at a moment where I couldn't imagine anything worse. Uh, we were over the, over the, the few weeks after we were reminded that there is some hope and humanity and cause for, for a long period of time, I personally felt like there was no hope there. This was, you know, how, how could this possibly have happened? But the, the community, individuals the community as a whole really lifted us up and um you know helped us through something that just was you know unimaginable so uh i don't want to stay on that topic because we're coming up to the i don't know when this is going to be released it's probably going to be released pretty close to the one-year anniversary um of, of that event so maybe that's a good time to talk about the the not nothing good came from that other than how our our team members here and the community kind of lifted us up in a time when we when we really needed, and I think that's a testament to really what Gaston, uh, Gaston County is about. So, oh, that's a tough. I'm, one I'm glad yeah. I'm glad that's out. So, well, um, it, yeah, I mean, it something like that you can never. There's so much darkness around something like that, um, but I'm glad that the the community did rally kind of behind you guys. I mean, it's that shows the true nature of people kind of regardless of their background and 
views on whatever. I mean, to to just come and, and rally around people in their their greatest time of need, I think says a lot. Yeah, it was it was the worst and best of times, so to speak. Wasn't not somebody famous say that? Our book started out that way, Miss. Yeah, it's Dickens. Dickens, best yes. Best of times, worst of times. Yes. I'm stunned that that came to my head after saying <laughs> that. All right. So, in all seriousness, so somebody wants to listen and find the savvy citizen, where do they go? So, if you're if you're a podcast fiend, um, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcast from. So, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, um, iHeartRadio. I mean, most of the podcast providers and then we've if you go to the Gaston County website under um, the communications section um, we've got a player embedded on the website too and so you can go and you can find um, the most recent episode and past episodes as well yeah I found it going to Apple Music I found it very quickly and then when I googled it that's the the county website was the first thing that came up so um, that's a great um, what's what's your favorite episode of that that y'all have done and I'm not going to let this turn into another hour, so <laughs> we're going to close this out. So I just said this earlier, but I think the whole reason I wanted to be a part of the podcast is because I want to get to the bottom of fish camps and the culture <laughs> around fish camps in Gaston County. And I should have just stopped after that episode because, like, mystery solved. And I learned so much. So I would say that one because it was kind of my purpose. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but we had some really good ones early on because everything was so um, timely, too, um, around, like, the pandemic elections, gotcha. all kinds of right, stuff. right. Um, that was one, we had a survivor come on. Um, it was one of the, yeah, one of the earliest episodes and it was real emotional. It was really good. Um, but then I kind of like the ones where we just talk about nothing for, and just get like way off track sometimes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if the listeners so, like that. So it's like a Seinfeld podcast? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. We, we have some recurring guests. Kind of like this podcast today. Oh uh, <laughs> gosh. This is nothing compared like the ones that I'm sure Janet's thinking of are the ones that we have like Jason Luker and um, Alex Brooks from the County Museum on. Yeah, we've had Jason on here. Yeah. And he was great. We have a tendency to go off the rails. <laughs> we go down some rabbit holes and then, yeah. I will sit there during the podcast and, and basically talk into the mic and be like, Josh, you're probably going to need to edit like half of this out. <laughs> well, I got to give Jason credit. I'm, so if you haven't listened to his episode here, he has the greatest explanation of why NC State was his answer. Oh. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. It was terrific, wasn't it, Elizabeth? It was great. <laughs> oh, yeah, it really, because he's not from here. Yeah. So, but he's, he had this, he's from he, Birmingham. Yeah, he had a great explanation of why he says NC State is the correct answer to that, and I have to agree with him. There you go. All right, Elizabeth, producer, how do we wrap this one up? What do you mean, how do we wrap this one up? We wrap it up. <laughs> I don't know. Please well, go give us a five-star rating on both of our podcasts. Absolutely. Yeah. It helps our algorithms. <laughs> well, we just, we, uh, from us, from, from Janet and I, I mean, we, we definitely appreciate everybody over the past year and a half or so that we've been doing this that's listened, that's engaged with us, that's, you know, provided feedback. I mean, uh, the whole reason we're doing this is to, to, and for you guys as well, I'm sure. I mean, just to connect people with good stuff that's going on. It is. Absolutely. So, and which is one of the reasons, one of the reasons why we wanted to um, collaborate with you guys. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. We're just excited that there's, you guys exist and we can, you know, just yes, tell everybody how great Gaston is. That's right. There's enough stuff to talk about too, especially with the government. I mean, it's not, it's not a competition. When those are many that I didn't say, uh, we can't have some other podcasters on here. <laughs> what, what in the world? Yeah, I mean, the the more people hear these things going on around the county, even if it is government stuff, yeah. is good. Yeah. I mean, it really yeah. is. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, so thank you both for having us on. It was very fun. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> so, you know what? Your worldwide, this is going to be your second worldwide debut of how to, you get to finish the, off the podcast today. I'm never good at when you make me do improv stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared. I'm not like you, Janet. I can't just be off the rails like that. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. <laughs> That's because <laughs> I've memorized what you usually say. <laughs> Here, you want the, you want the you, sheet? You've had it, yeah. <laughs> Just don't say I'm Steve Malone, the host. I'm not going to say I'm. <laughs> thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please spread the word if you can about the podcast and Savvy Citizen. And please don't hesitate to contact either of our podcasts. Always looking for suggestions for future podcast topics and guests. You can find both of our podcasts and subscribe on our websites or anywhere you listen to podcasts and follow us on our social media platforms. Yes, giving us a good rating does help our algorithms, so please give us five stars and don't rate us if you're going to give us anything less. <laughs> That's normally what I say, yes. And if yes. you're going to give us one star, just send me the angry email anyway. Yeah, we'd it's rather fine. just have that. Yeah. <laughs> we can deal with the angry emails. <laughs> um, thanks to Janet and Adam for collabing with us today. And Yasin's Great is produced and brought to you by Amy Anderson and, do I say Stephen Long today? Me? No, I don't <laughs> Me do anything. <laughs> I don't do anything important. From GSM. I'm, I'm not Stephen Long, so I'm not the host. But I'm, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for hanging out with us and keep coming back to hear more reasons why Yasin's Great. <laughs>